welcome to Unleash Your Creative Magic. It's absolutely amazing to have you here. I'm your host, Helen Pfeiffer, a published writer of 17 crime novels, both traditionally and indie published. And I'm here to talk to you about the magic of writing, unleashing your creativity, and how to set yourself free from being stuck inside the writer's closet. I'd like to share my journey with you from that initial idea for a book to where I am now and all the very messy stuff in between, the highs, the lows, and the fuck me, this is impossible moments. I hope that somewhere along the way, this podcast might be of some use to you. You might even find some inspiration lurking in here. So grab yourself a coffee and come and join me on the writer's couch as we dive right into living your best creative life. Hello, it's great to be back. And I'm so sorry this is a little late this week, but what a day to record an episode. It's June the 21st, which in the UK is the longest day of the year and the summer solstice, also known as Leather on the Wiccan calendar. So if you celebrate this, then happy Leather, or Lither, I'm not sure. It's the peak of the year where we celebrate midsummer, light the mother goddess and give thanks and gratitude for the sun and fire. So after I've recorded this, I'm going to drag Steve to the beach so we can watch the sunset and count our blessings. After all, we all need a little magic in our lives, wouldn't you agree? So how did you get on this week? I'm interested to know, did you think about your characters and start a list? I did. And up to now, I think I have roughly 21 characters for this, which is my current book, as I've been making the changes for the round of structural edits that I'm working on. But I'm finding characters I'd completely forgotten forgotten about popping up all over the place, which is both a bonus and a bit of an um, audio moment. This week, I thought I'd give you some more useful tips and excellent advice from me and some of the other a hugely best-selling writers out there. So how do you actually write a bestseller? Well, tip number one. First of all, sit your ass down and write. There is literally no other way to do it, regardless of what you think or hope for. This story won't write itself, no matter how hard you wish it into existence. Now, I'm a huge believer in manifesting your dreams and goals into reality, but... The reality is that you can wish all you want if you don't put in the hard work to at least get started on the right path and heading in the right direction, then you're wasting your time and energy. All the crystals, affirmations, ritual spells and anything else you want to use still require for you to put in some work. I love all of these, by the way, and I have some amazing crystals. I'm a little bit obsessed with everything that's a little bit out there, so I'm not saying that these things don't work. What I'm saying is that they are a great tool to help you believe and bring your goals to reality. If I'm stressed, like my head is about to pop stressed, there is nothing I love better than grabbing a couple of crystals and a quick meditation to help ease the pain and clear my brain. That rhymes. I have crystals for creativity on my desks and dotted all around the house. So by all means, use these tools to help inspire you. But the only way to get that book written is for you to sit down and write it. Research what you want to write. Are you writing a crime thriller, psychological, romantic, comedy or non-fiction? If you have a clear idea of the kind of story you want to write, then you're already on to a winner. Once you've decided, well done by the way, how do you know what to write? I would say it's whatever draws you in as a reader. Although it doesn't mean that you can't write a romantic suspense if all you read is horror. 
Amazon or Cobalt categories are a fab way to see what's selling and what books are at the top of their game. Now, I'm not saying you should write to fit the market because that's a bit unfair to put so much pressure on yourself and you would have to be a super fast writer. But if you have an itch to write a thriller, it's not going to hurt to do a bit of a research and see what kind of thrillers are popular at the moment. If you're a super fast writer, then you can write to fit the market. Of course you can. But if you're in the early stages of your career, then don't put too much pressure on. This is purely so you have an idea of the kinds of stories that readers are buying. And that's what we want, isn't it? Readers to buy our books. It's kind of the ultimate goal. Who is your favourite writer in the category you want to write in? And what is it about their books that makes them bestsellers? Is it the titles, book covers? What makes them stand out? Ask yourself, what attracts you to a book? For me, it's the blurb. The cover helps, but I always read the blurb. And if it sounds promising, I'll take a sneaky peek at the first couple of pages. Now, according to my old mate Stephen King, every story needs three things to make it work. Narration, which moves your story from point A to B. Description, which creates a sensory reality for your readers, which I've talked about before. And dialogue, which brings your characters to life through their speech. Also, every story needs a situation, a dilemma or a problem that needs solving by the characters. It's whatever situation you put them in that is really going to bring them to life and make them seem realistic and make your readers want to carry on reading. Another good tip, write whenever you can. If you can carve out some time to write each day, then that's bloody brilliant. If, however, you lead a super busy, crazy life, then write when you can. And don't beat yourself up if you don't. I didn't do any writing today, unless you count the notes for this podcast. Oh, and I did finish the structural edits for my next book. Hang on, so technically, yes, I did write today. Those edits were a lot more in-depth than I originally thought because I ended up adding quite a lot to it. Are you struggling for the time to write? Are you with the designated family taxi like me? How about in the car waiting to pick people up or kids up? I read an article in the Sunday Times magazine this week about Jackie Collins and it said that when she started out, she would write while stopped at traffic lights when driving her three young children to school. Now, I'm not saying that this is the safest way to write. In fact, I'd definitely park the car up before you even consider writing in the car. But, and this is a huge but, I get it. I get her completely. When your life is super busy, you literally have to steal little pockets of writing time wherever you can, safely. When I was working full time, I'd write on my coffee breaks, dinner breaks, 10 minutes to spare. You'll be amazed how much you can get written in a 10 minute burst if you don't break off to check Instagram. Or is that just me? Waiting for someone to get ready, whip out a pen and a notebook, take notes, bullet points. Maybe you can write notes on your phone. I do when I have nothing else available, and it's a super handy tool. I've even been driving with a car full of kids and had ideas that I've then had to ask one of the kids to text me, so I didn't forget it. Because you can guarantee that the ideas you get when you can't write them down are always the best. Here's a bit of tough loving for you. Don't wait for the inspiration to strike before you sit down to write. Why? Because you might be waiting 10 years for it to happen and it might not ever happen. And yes, we all have days where we think, I really can't be bothered today. I have no idea where this story is going, except maybe in the bin because it's a load of old rubbish. 
But the wonderful Nora Roberts, who has written more than 220 books and sold over 500 million, yes, according to the Google gods, that's 500 million books, once said, Every time I hear writers talk about the muse, I just want to I just want to bitch slap them. It's a job. Is that a bit harsh, do you think? Maybe. But is she right? Absolutely. I've learned this the hard way. And after taking eight years to write and get the ghost house published, I'm now contracted to write two or three books a year. I have no time to lay around on the sofa a la Barbara Cartland. It's just not a luxury I can afford. It's literally sit down and write and type as much as I can and when I can and hope for the best. All I can say is thank God that creativity really is endless and that once you start and open up that portal inside your mind, it literally sends the words flowing out of your fingertips onto the page. And if you are a staunch non-believer in magic, how else do you describe it so aptly? This, my friends, is proof that you are magic and it is inside of you, hiding in some untapped part of your mind, waiting to be unleashed. Ha! Do you see what I did there? That ties in nicely with the name of this podcast, which came to me one day when I was driving to the co-op for a bar of chocolate, as you do, and I had to ask my daughter to text it to me because if she hadn't, by the time I'd have got home, I'd have forgotten all about it and probably been kicking myself for the rest of my life. So love your lead characters so much that you become just as involved in their lives as your own and you want to see them succeed. And what about your evil protagonist? Dislike them, just as much as everyone else. Your antagonist needs a worthy opponent to take them on this journey and if you don't have strong feelings and emotions towards your characters, you can't expect your readers to either. My favourite characters at the moment from this series I'm currently writing are Morgan, Ben and Etty, and I adore writing about them. Especially Etty. To me, she is the queen of all queens, living in her tiny cottage in the woods with her cat Ophelia and her pet raven. She lives the simple life of a wise woman, a natural healer, but she is astute and knows things, and she is such good fun to write. And another character I have a really good time writing is Detective Constable Amy Smith. She's witty and sarcastic. Hang on, are they the same things? Well, they might be. She's funny and she makes me laugh out loud when I'm writing her lines. And she's actually based on a real life Amy Smith, who is also all of the above. So I have loads of fun writing her dialogue. Another tip is to don't keep stopping and reading what you've written, unless you're like me and have a bad memory, and sometimes forget where you're up to. Try and keep the flow going. If you stop every so often to read it through, you'll start to mess around with what you have and start chopping and changing it, and second-guessing if what you have up to now is any good. I usually read a couple of paragraphs if I need to jog my memory, which is terrible, but generally I just read a few lines so I know where I'm up to. And then, as the British would say, I keep calm and I carry on. Here's a piece of excellent advice. Don't expect your early stories to be Booker Prize winning pieces of fiction. I'm not saying that it can't be because I'm sure there's people who do do this. But to get to that stage, you've got to face that it's going to take some whipping into shape. But that can all be done on the edits and the rewrites. And unless you're a literary prodigy... There are going to be rewrites, and maybe lots of them, but these are all great ways to take your story to the next level. And we all want our stories to be next level, don't we? 
Your main goal is to finish this story, that you have so lovingly thought about, plotted, typed, written, cried and laughed over. Keep going. Even when it feels like it's impossible, or in my case, the worst idea and the worst thing that I've ever written, that no one is ever going to want to read. The more we write, the better we get. My mum always said that practice makes perfect, and even after 18 books, I'm still practising, but I'm hoping that my writing is evolving and improving with every single story I produce. I've mentioned my earlier attempts at writing best-selling stories before, and the awful moon cycle in an earlier episode. Let's not forget my murderous traffic warden either. Those stories are what started me on the road to writing a book I could be proud of. So you see, writing can be hard at times, but it is also the most amazing, fulfilling, fun thing you can do. If it's what you desire. It's a passion and one that is highly addictive because once you start, you won't want to stop. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. If I don't write for a couple of days because my life has been too busy or something has cropped up, I get really, well, I call them itchy fingers because they're longing to type. It's like the hands of some unknown force that has control of them once I do start writing because I can't tell you how many times I've lost myself in the writing zone and then when I've read through it on the next round of edits, it actually leaves me feeling a little bit, I suppose awestruck is a good way to describe it. And I'm not saying that I think I'm wonderful and that my writing is the best. But you will find this too when you read your work back. You'll think to yourself, wow, did I write that? And it's a pretty awesome feeling. So this week's episode is super short, or maybe not actually because I've just looked at the time, um, because I have loads to do. I haven't met my 6,666 word count. In fact, I haven't started my new book yet, which puts me a week behind already. But I just wanted to drop some hints and tips in for you to remind you that you can do this. Just believe in yourself and most importantly, have fun whilst you're doing it. This is your world you're creating and what you say goes. So enjoy it. Happy writing, folks, and look after yourselves. If you'd like to check out my credentials to see if I know what I'm talking about, then head over to my Amazon page. And if you'd like to join a community of like-minded creatives, then head over to the Unleash Your Creative Magic Facebook group. I'll paste the links in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I honestly can't wait to speak to you in the next episode, where I'll dive into the process of how I wrote my first book. Until next time, take care.